Yeah. Hello. Oh. Anybody out there? Hello. <laughs> What's up, Mike? What's going on? Man? How you doing? Oh, good. I struggled to get in the chair. I pulled my back out this weekend on vacation. Incredible. Oh, damn. Yeah, you're old. Well, I was, you know, the in-laws, man, and uh, the father-in-law needed the the furniture pulled out from storage underneath his condo. Oof. And he called on myself and the other boyfriend to help out. And the other boyfriend, he had had enough at this point of uh, entertaining all the family. So he stayed in and I (laughs) went and helped carry the stuff out. And uh, it was all a success. And then right at the last minute, he goes, oh, I need to move these flower pots. There are these oh. <laughs> gigantic things filled with See, dirt and shit. That's a man who knows when he has a sucker on the line. Oh, you know? he knows. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. This was Sunday, and he had me in a... Uh, I think he knew. He could tell from my demeanor. You know, Frank's really relaxed. He's been on the easy ride here. He's been riding the easy train, if you will. Uh, and like I discussed earlier, the other boyfriend was there having to really put on a good show and smile big and be super friendly yeah. and you know talk about you noticed all you hadn't had any ball busting yes thank you yeah, that's exactly yeah. it he was like dude that kid's balls are busted frank frank looks really comfortable <laughs> yeah. he looks better than when he showed up two days ago i think he noticed i lost that look the, uh you know the look of a son-in-law uh where uh you had scared well, you, like you're gonna fart at all times. You just have this look, like you're holding in this huge <laughs> fart constantly. Just the biggest always. fart. It, it's on just the. It's on the edge of your butthole. It's like always about to escape any, any moment. Yeah. And if if you if you express yourself in any exaggerated way, this fart's gonna blow. blow. Yeah, blow. yeah, absolutely. Afraid to laugh. Afraid yeah. not to laugh. Can't laugh too hard. You can't, you know, you gotta uh, keep your jokes within a certain range. Yeah. So good. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yes. Perfect analogy. Absolutely. And so I had lost that demeanor. I was a guy on vacation. I think this upset the father in law. So he said, you know, I'm gonna bust Frank's balls, put him to work, made me sweat. And then the last thing we moved, and you're right, it was probably, wow, <laughs> Frank, I was really, I was like crushing it because I'd been relaxing for three days, man. You know? Yeah. I had a thought, actually, uh, when I was on the plane uh, ride there, and this is a little aside, but it pays into it, my relaxation, (laughs) which is, I've been so busy lately with work and everything, and I sat down on the plane, and Emma looks at me, she goes, oh, it's going to be like a three and a half hour flight. And I said, oh, okay. And I looked forward, and I took a deep breath, and I thought, I have three and a half hours to do nothing. And it was maybe the most... (laughs) It was probably the most relaxing thought that ever crossed my mind in like the last <laughs> several yeah. years. Yeah. Or and because there's no masks now on the planes, so there's oh, none of yeah, that right. stress. Everyone's way more yeah. happy. And so yeah. Did you watch a movie? Dude, no. I like closed my eyes and just fucking relaxed, man. And I thought about nothing yeah. and I just I just I burned on low energy. I turned it I put it on sleep mode. You know, and I just coasted, and I I couldn't ima- I couldn't remember the last time I had like just a solid three and a half hours where nothing, no one could contact me on the phone from work, 
uh, I I didn't have I didn't have to talk about anything to anybody with uh, you know there was just nothing there was no forced social anything it's just me sitting there for three hours do nothing or do something and I was like holy shit I could finally just do nothing this is nuts and I did it <laughs> so I was ultra <laughs> relaxed just even f- arriving which is a rarity to travel and I think the uh, you know he saw I was relaxed. The other boyfriend took all the heavy lifting the whole weekend, and so he made me move the stuff. The last thing was the <laughs> flower pot, which oh, I'm not shitting you. We moved it three inches one way, Mike. It was too far. We had to move it another half inch yeah. back the other way, right? Oh yeah, half inch back ne- the other. Way. No, 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 have, my, my, no, no, and no, they've no. never been moved before. No, 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 Mike, like, Mike. Uh, <laughs> The half inch back the other way. Uh, it looks like I went a little too far, about a about a hair of an inch, hair of a centimeter too far. I'm gonna have to move it right back the other way. And I'm not kidding. On that last, right back the other way, I just thought I'm just gonna heave it up like a little boop, and it'll be the perfect little, you know, yeah, di- uh, degree, and uh, just crack all along my back. I pulled my back out. Mm-hmm. I heard it. <laughs> Everyone heard it. Everyone, like, literally. Yeah. Emma's mom went, made, Ooh, You like made a face. It. Oh. You made a face. Mike, I made a face? Is... No, 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 no. I went, yeah! <laughs> and then the, that's when the dad was like, okay, now it's perfect. <laughs> oh, my God, the pain. I pulled it up. And went, <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, I, I hurt myself really bad. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, it's terrible. How was the plane ride home with that bag? <laughs> bad. <laughs> really bad. Not as good as the, the first one. <laughs> Mike, not as relaxing as the way out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I had a hard time. The whole trip was rough. Uh, but. As it should be. Emotionally and uh, spiritually, I would say I avoided a lot of headaches. So it was good. Yeah, it's always good. <laughs> but now I got the broken back, and it was on purpose, obviously. Uh, no, oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do you like the new boyfriend? You think he's all right? Good guy. Good dude. Uh, he does. He makes bagels. Runs a bagel shop. And... Oh, so this is not gonna last. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to meet another friend. He of Emma and her sister. He owns a restaurant on the pier, and it overlooks the city. Great, great place. And he on Sunday afternoon he kept demanding we get up early and head over there. And we got there after I broke my back and moved all the furniture for her dad. <laughs> uh, we showed up to his restaurant, and he um he treated us to an incredible experience. Uh, we sat on the dock where he has all these tables set up in an outdoor bar. It was beautiful. It was at 80 degrees. Sun was shining and he just kept our drinks replenished. And then, um, he had a menu brought over and we were just like, what do you recommend? And he just ordered a bunch of shit off the menu and it was awesome. It was one, it was really, it was kind of the experience I was really looking for when I went out there. Uh, and we just kind of basked in the sunshine and relaxed and ate food. And my back was broken, but he kept pouring up shots of tequila. So eventually my back didn't hurt 
much yeah. longer anymore. And I'll tell you about this guy, very interesting dude. Uh, his name is Kyle, and uh, he, he runs this really cool place, very energetic guy, and he was just hanging out there. He owns the place. It's a Sunday, and apparently Sunday's the day where he doesn't really work. He, he, goes out, he was telling me he works a lot in the kitchen, does all this other stuff, very active dude. And, but Sunday's his day to chill out there in the sunshine and just hang out and have a good time. His employees all loved the guy. It was really an incredible experience to see the owner of a place kind of being so engaged but friendly. And I'm not kidding, Mike. We're sitting there, and the dock, right, the way it works, is it's a pathway as well. So there's people, like, riding their bikes and going on those electric scooters and running and couples walking, you know, and just enjoying the scenery. And it just goes right along where we're hanging out on these tables. And uh, multiple times he stopped strangers walking on this pathway and invited them for drinks to hang out at our table. And they did. <laughs> they all did. He'd be like, he would stop a guy walking and be like, oh, you look like uh, someone who wants to do a shot of tequila. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. And so then they'd come and we'd hang out and do a shot of tequila. Mm. Hang out and talk. And uh, he, everyone would be walking a dog and he would always offer the dogs uh, fresh baked doggy burgers that they would make personally for any dog that was eating there. I'm not kidding you. They make these doggy burgers there. For dogs. It was it was a wild experience, uh, but I got a little treat of kind of how they do things out in Baltimore, where the people live well in in the city. Yeah, kind of on the outskirts around around the waterways. Yeah. And uh, and then we had to leave there. We had a ton of shots at tequila, and we had to leave there, and we went to. Emma's grandma's house, which was an hour away, and uh, she cooked uh, dinner for us. Oh, nice. It was awesome, dude. And I got to see this house, which is like 50 years old. Like, they bought it 50 years ago, and the house itself is probably like another 50 years old. You know what I'm saying? This is like Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, this stuff is so historical and old school, man. And her house, dude, we, we explored the whole thing, man. It's old school Victorian like stairwells that just go to nowhere and like <laughs> you're in a room and you open up a little doorway and then inside that room there's another teeny doorway that only like a child could fit in, you know, and it's like way in the corner and it goes to another hidden uh, dungeon somewhere and like a child or a ghost. That's right. <laughs> yeah. No, totally one of those haunted style, like yeah. old school Victorian crazy houses, man. Like, like hand carved wood all over the place. Dude, seriously, the banisters on the stairwells, yeah. and here's the kicker. We were down in the basement, and I found uh, these bats covered in cobwebs, wooden bats with no writing. Like, they weren't like Louisville sluggers. They were like old fucking wood oh, baseball nice. bats from, like, yeah. way, way long ago. Uh, it was I kind of took a couple swings with them. It was pretty cool kind of holding them, and, and uh, now I have monkey pox. So that's the long story. Yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> crazy <clears throat> watch yourself out there folks <laughs> I, took, I took a couple swings and then i went to yeah. this movie theater where i jerked off a few dudes anyways if you hear about monkey pops <laughs> was... long story short i blamed the bumps on my hand and my girlfriend on uh, the bats i swung at her grandma's hey look Listen, babe, I don't know what your uh, grandpa was up to back in those days. Uh, yeah, but the got movie on my hands. theater was clean, I swear. Got I don't know. <laughs> Should have used Purell. A lot of Purell everywhere. You know, out there, I saw Purell everywhere. 
And do you know what gets me about the Purell now that we're like three years on from the pandemic? Have you seen all the tops of the Purell bottles? They're all black and like covered. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so and disgusting. Funk. <laughs> it's all, they're all around here too. Nobody uses them. <laughs> they're disgusting. Okay, so no- There's more germs on the so- top of that Purell <laughs> nozzle than yeah. anywhere in any biological <laughs> terrorist thing that China's going to fucking unleash on you. I try. Like, I trust I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm pretty sure Fauci used that nozzle to make the coronavirus. Yes. So. We have found ground zero for this. <laughs> Patient zero. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Yo, now that you've uh, been to Baltimore, uh, are all the dudes gay? Every single one. Mike, it's the water. It's uh, they're Shut just like the up. frogs. Yeah. That's <laughs> So they so they were serious, huh? Yeah, they they know what they're talking about. Uh, no, the the they're all prep school dudes. You know, uh, here's what I like to tell people: the difference between growing up poor like we did and how other people grow up uh, is people talk about going to like charter schools or private schools, like any school that you pay to go away to. Uh, our parents couldn't afford that shit. Man. I, I, I like, like still don't know. I don't even understand <laughs> don't how that works. Be- <laughs> like, yeah, you know, literally to me, it's all private school. That's what. Like that. no, that's <laughs> what I'm under the umbrella. It's, you go to public like, school yeah. like we did, or the rest is private school. Private. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's all the rich kids afford. But when you hear like the different levels and types, yeah, you're the like charter or what? the prep school. I'm like, dude, I don't know what that means. Like, oh, prep? dude, I, I mean. Yeah. Everything, anytime people mention prep school or charter schools or going away to school, all I envision is going onto that magical train and flying off to Hogwarts. That's literally what it is in my mind. And all prep schools in my mind, because of how poor we grew up, every prep school is Hogwarts in our minds, okay? There's magical paintings on the walls that take you on mystical adventures, and you learn how to do all these incredible things, and you acquire these magical talents that the simpletons don't have. Of course not. You know, no. Dude, the best part is like for us, Saint Fighter was like the richest people in the world. Yeah, man, it was, and, dude, for sure. And now, dude, I, dude, I've met people who literally laugh at Saint Fighter. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Uh, dude, because I always, you know, I, to me, it's like a. Yeah, it's kind of like it's prize, dude. I always be like, yeah, yeah, I'm from Arlington Heights, and the people, you know, people are always like Arlington Heights. Like, yeah, yeah, I grew up right down the street from Saint Fighters. That like the really rich people are like, oh yeah, say fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's how you know. That's yeah. how you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, growing up poor, growing up rich. The rich kids know what private school is like, and the poor kids think private school is Hogwarts. So now you know. That's how it is. <laughs> <laughs> what is the difference between like a charter school and a prep school? Uh, Mike, I don't know. And, and a private school. Well, I think at aren't they all just private prep schools? Yeah. A little lower level, maybe, and then the charter schools where you w- learn the wonderful world of wizarding, I imagine, uh, and all that, yeah, magical okay. stuff. That's probably That's where, where you get the wand. You get the wand, and then you wear yeah, the uh, you get the yeah. Freemason apron, and you go through the whole thing, and you're in the Illuminati at the end of it, and you know, and then so like prep <laughs> prep school, you just get the TI eighty four, like right. it's not really that special. That's right. But <laughs> the yeah. charter school, you get the wand. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I might be mistaken, but I think the wand is a type of dildo, if I'm I, or a vibrator, but. Uh, oh, by the way, all those guys talk. I'm sure it is. Hey, oh, yeah. uh, we're getting back to Lady G territory right here, folks. Lady G. 
It always comes back to Lady G. <laughs> Heaven's me. Don't you worry, don't you fret. I know you were concerned about where the country was going, and you've predicted it before, and I wanted to give you credit for this one, but we're a few months away, so it's got to be coming up. Here we go. Give it to me, baby COVID. And you know, while gun violence has become a rightful focal point in America. Yeah, I said COVID, and he absolutely started with gun violence becoming a problem. I can't believe he's about. I I said this is about COVID. I told you. I can't believe he's about to do this transition. <laughs> yes. I just wanted to remind you. I was not mistaken. I started this COVID start, clip. Start from the beginning. This is, this is a COVID from... clip, folks. This is a COVID clip. And you know, while gun violence has become a rightful focal point in America, it's just... This is about COVID, people. <clears throat> COVID. And you know, while gun violence has become a rightful focal point in America, it's described as a public health crisis. All of this swirling in the midst of an ongoing pandemic that is real. It's described as a public health crisis. That's why he needs his following guest, Mike. It's taken its own toll on Americans and their own mental health. Take a look at these numbers. The entire New York City area still remains in the COVID high alert level. As of Thursday, oh New York's seven-day average positivity rate statewide at 7.68%. New York City tracks just above 6%. A little more than 2,500 people remain hospitalized due to COVID in our area. So joining us to discuss these issues this morning is the nation's leading infectious disease expert, chief medical advisor to the president of the United no. States, Dr. Anthony no. Fauci. Welcome no! He's back! He's back! Yeah! That's right! Yeah! He's back! Yeah! Is this prime time? Prime no, time. no, no, he's in the dumpster. He's in the low, low well here. Oh. He's still, he's back. Uh, to the show, Dr. Fauci. Thank you, good to be with you. Hey, doctor, let's begin with the very latest, okay? I mean, you could tell, Zoom call? Yeah, you could tell the quality's a little oh lower. It's bad quality, Fauci. They didn't even pay to bring him in studio? Mike, Poor he's, guy. oh, dude, he, he's, he's not even a Fox. He's not even on CNS, NBC anymore. He's... He's on like he's he's on internet stations now. He's gone. Was this PBS? Jesus Christ! <laughs> this is reality. New variants emerging, as you know. Each variant presents differently, right? Some more contagious than others. So, Doctor, is there an end to the cycle of variants, or is this really the new normal that we're in? New normal. Oh, new they keep normal. saying it. They're bringing it back, man. New normal. Well. We certainly will continue to get variants. Hopefully, they won't be so Still far. doing the tricks. Same old, same old Fauci, Mike. Well, Frank. <laughs> you, can literally go back, you can literally go back two years, you know. Dr. Fauci, should we wear masks? Well... <laughs> Well, Mike, that's a great question. <laughs> this guy, dude. <laughs> Come on. He can't. He's just. He, uh, he's Tom Petty in his later years. 
He's just doing. Yeah, he's playing the same just set list. American Girl, man. <laughs> this is American Girl. He's kicking off with American Girl, and he's <laughs> he's gonna do uh, you know the Renegade song, and uh, you know <laughs> the waiting's the hardest part's gonna be right after that. It's, it's, he's got the same jams over. Never fails. <laughs> different than what we've been dealing with that it would evade completely the protection that one gets from infection induced immunity hopefully boosted following that as well as vaccine induced immunity again hopefully with the appropriate yeah boots i believe this virus on a chronic basis what we really hope to do Stop right there, dude. I know, I know. It's, a, it's unbearable. It's unbearable. Well, Stephen, uh, I think we finally <laughs> nailed this one in the bud here. Uh, all you got to do is you get your two shots, and then you get the virus. Then you have the natural immunity in the, in the shot, and then you get the two boosters, yeah. and then you get the virus again. And now you got the double natural immunity and the quadruple shot immunity, and then I think you're okay. <laughs> What are you guys? What kind of virus are we dealing with here? Dude, it's not even killing anybody. Like, you like, saying, you kind of hear the guys like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so uh, yeah. I yeah. cut part of it because there's a there is a huge part where he gets into like the diminution and all this stuff. Like he really he goes he doesn't say your favorite, but he really goes down this long route. And I'm not kidding. The, oh, it's actually I don't even have it in here. He asks him about monkeypox, and Fauci gives him this long answer on how monkeypox isn't even a thing. Like, don't even worry about it. And because Fauci won't entertain his fear porn, uh, you know, angle, the guy's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we gotta move on. We gotta move on. So it, it's. Like, Dude, it's just, I, mean, I can't believe he's back though. Come on, they had to bring back Fauci in some way. Look, COVID, you have a 99.97% chance of living, right? Right. And they're like, okay, but if you get four shots and the virus twice, now you have a 99.98% if you get it again. Right. Like, what What do you mean? I already had it twice and I got four shots? Like, what? Yeah, well, he's, uh, he's dude, basically saying you're going to have to get insane. shots forever. He's, he, he's going down there. They get vaccinated and the more people they get boosted make this more likely that it will reach a level low enough that it doesn't disrupt us to the extent that it has over the past couple of years. Okay. Uh, okay. We're, we're not going to eradicate this. <laughs> yeah. That's sure. We've only done that because yeah, of virus, and that was a virus that didn't change very much smallpox. And I very smallpox. doubt that we'll eliminate it completely from the United States. But the, the Smallpox, they keep going for smallpox. Bill Gates keeps bringing up smallpox. Uh smallpox man they're they're pushing it we will have it hopefully at a low enough level that it doesn't um disturb us to the scent of disrupting society we certainly are not there yet right Just so that, give... that's a good point let's i want to talk about the vaccines because <laughs> that is the big fight here right now so cut him up. <laughs> like, hey, shut up old man i got an agenda to push here all right shut your trap <laughs> so i guess the, the million dollar question is when do you anticipate boosters for everyone that's a good point. I believe that virtually <laughs> when you talk about boosters now, if you're talking about a third shot, yeah. everybody is available from 12 above to get a third shot. I mean, there's no doubt about that. When you're talking about a fourth shot, that's the uh, determination that was made by. Oh, he almost said it. 
That's the that's the termination shot. Uh, you heard it. Oh, it's oh, the dem- yeah. ah. He said termination. Almost termination yeah, shot. Almost. <laughs> the Food and Drug Administration, as well as by the CDC, that people 50 years of age or older, particularly those who are even older than that, right. and those with underlying conditions are eligible for that fourth shot and should get the fourth shot. If they are 50 years of age or older. That's a good point, Dr. Fauci, because you, know, you just said the <laughs> booster Christ. to the booster, right? So, so is this the new normal? When do we... Do we... New normal. New normal. Again. <laughs> yeah, They're trying yeah. to bring it back, man. Phase out the term booster and transition to, I guess, maybe a yearly shot, much like a flu shot. Is that a possibility or a reality? And I think you just hit the nail right on the head of where we're going, <laughs> that we should really be an ultimate... Are you bought by Pfizer, too? <laughs> I don't know. They told you the plan too. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, now that we're on the same page, uh, why did I waste all the time with all that bullshit before? <laughs> more about keeping your vaccinations up to date, namely <laughs> Steven. Steve, is that your name, Steven? Yeah, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. But whatever your name is. You gotta tell me you're on the take before we start the interview, otherwise I waste on all the time. Come on. What are we doing? I got golf to play. Jesus Christ. If you go a certain period of time without having gotten a boost, that you would be due for a boost. That might ultimately merge into a yearly boost we don't know that i'm not saying that's going to happen but it is entirely conceivable that we know that immunity wanes over time mm-hmm. and we know that you need to be boosted to be continued to be protected mm-hmm. so depending upon what this virus does there is certainly a reasonably good chance that we will have the same sort of situation that we have with influenza where every year oh, you have to right. reboost people right. to keep that protection up <laughs> All right, good. That's good news. All right, Dr. good, Fauci. good, good. Okay, so good, here, good, good. <clears throat> now I want to remind everyone, this is Dr. Fauci, infectious, infectious disease expert. That's why this guy's about to ask this next question. I'm up against the clock here, but I do want to get you on what we're seeing play out in this country right now, this epidemic of gun violence. Oh, what? <laughs> what? Uh, oh, guns the virus? <laughs> the gun virus? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, the virus. The one I gotta hear this. Oh, I gotta hear this. I didn't. I guns, guns, this. the virus. Would you describe this as a public health crisis? What? You know, I can't comment on that really because when I do comment on that, it gets taken out of context. I, I haven't I figured out how I'm gonna make money off this yet. So how can I possibly uh, comment? Uh, once. <laughs> Once Pfizer has the vaccine for guns, then yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it. <laughs> oh, shit. The vaccine for guns. <laughs> <clears throat> Bro. <laughs> you. It's good. It's good. <laughs> my tinfoil tin hat just had a tinfoil erection, dude. That was incredible. We give wow. you the shot. It's got these little nanobots in it. You grab a gun. Your fingers don't work now. Wow. Yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Woo. It's perfect. 
Oh. You just get a shot every year to re-up the nanos, and everybody be safe. Yes, sir. Yeah. Man, that's good. Oh! <laughs> oh. Dude, this guy is a fucking clown. I mean, Dr. Fauci, I'm crying for you right now. All those, all that time spent on TV, you should have gone through more media training. <laughs> yeah. Your answers are too long, man. We can't have you on this prime time anymore, you know? Come on, man. So Cut sad. to the chase. Cut to the chase. We know you hate the guns. On infectious diseases. Right. Not, I mean, I clearly am very, very pained by what is going on in this country. And anyone that isn't completely moved by what happened. I mean, in 21 Texas. kids <laughs> dead and I didn't get to do anything about it. I didn't even get to inject them. I heard none of them were vaccinated. So sad. I'm pushing for a posthumulus boost. I'm just saying. Don't want to take COVID to heaven, you know? <laughs> I'm just disappointed they weren't killed during one of my experiments. I could have tested. I could have tested so much AIDS on these kids. Did you see what I did with the puppies? Imagine what I could do with the kids. Just imagine. <laughs> That'll be the next pandemic. <laughs> really particularly sensitive to the reality of what we're going through. Yeah. But I don't want to make a public health determinations of that because that will certainly be taken out of context. <laughs> what do I think about guns? Can we test them on puppies? Uh, oh, that wasn't the question? Oh. <laughs> oh shit man that's so funny there's so many levels to that like, like Fauci how do you ask Fauci about a bunch of kids dying the guy killed a bunch of kids he killed a bunch of kids this guy <laughs> he famous he infamously killed a bunch of kids orphans he killed orphans 21 kids dead and I didn't even get to test the vaccine on them. Come on! I saw the numbers and I said, nah, I could do better. That's <laughs> I got a vaccine for that. <laughs> 21 kids, what is this, amateur hour? Come on! That's fucking unreal to me, man. I just, I just think there's something sick and twisted about asking Fauci about a bunch of kids dying. About 20 of them, by the way, which, no joke, he literally put together a program in the late 80s, early 90s that killed, like, killed kids. a bunch of orphans. And it was a yeah, vaccine. Yeah, nobody cared. They were orphans. AIDS vaccine they trial. This happened. He he got taken to court. If, I, if I could give the uh, shooter one piece of advice, I would have told... <laughs> I would have told him. Kids with parents are missed. <laughs> you gotta go for the orphans. <laughs> I killed hundreds. <laughs> like Fauci's just such an evil character, man. He really Oh, he's is. the most evil, yeah. And for you He is he is the evil scientist behind uh Gavin Newsom, who's like the supervillain face of the team. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's the, he's the mad evil scientist behind the whole thing. And uh man, I he has been relegated to these uh you know, parts of the internet that nobody's <laughs> even checking out. Yeah, what was that what was that from? I don't who even was, know. Like, I have no idea. That, that's so funny. I don't even know who the interviewer's name is. No, no, I, I don't even know what um 
station that was i would never even clip it if it had like a news thing you know like a breaking news i would never take it from it but the fact that he was interviewed on there i'm not kidding go you go search on youtube fauci right now there's not a lot coming out yet oh yeah no it's like like, so they're having a hard sell kbbl 13 montana (laughs) (laughs) this is some obscure offshoot of yahoo news that like interviewed him (laughs) you know and I, oh, poor, <clears throat> poor Fauci, man. Yeah, that guy really out. went from the. Yeah, I heard. I saw earlier he threw out the first pitch at the um, uh, Isotopes game down in uh, New Mexico. Yeah, the Rockies, Rockies minor league team in Santa Fe. Yep, it was sad, but it didn't get as much fanfare. Not a lot of press. The stadium uh, wasn't even yeah. empty. Like he didn't even get a skybox. Uh, he threw wide right this time instead of wide left. It was really sad. He tried to overcompensate for the bad throw from the first time, and it just went off to the side. It was, mm. it was pathetic. He shifted the mask too far. <laughs> That's right. Th- threw him off. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was no mask this time. Uh, he no threw mask. off his breathing equilibrium. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe it. He's back. Oh, poor guy, dude. <clears throat> he's no, back, he's not though. back. No, no, he's out. Uh, COVID's yeah, out. COVID's out. not cool yeah. no more, man. Nobody likes COVID anymore. No, I, I really think nobody's watching the news anymore. And I think that's the problem. And, and nobody just... Nobody... Like, when you talk to everyday people, they're not talking about whatever they're talking about on the news. Well, uh, I had a lady in front of me in the flight. She was full KN95 mask uh, all the way through, even in when we were waiting in line. And... Uh, she had her laptop laptop up, and on the widescreen, she had rented out the Wi-Fi on the flight for eight bucks so she could watch CNN. (laughs) Really? She watched live CNN the whole flight, man. Oh. God bless her. Well, she was breathing safe, Mike. (laughs) No, I mean, that's what's sad is people, some people you talk to, they're still scared. But even Chicago, where everybody's a liberal, it's like 10% are wearing masks. 10%? Yeah, and you just look stupid. I would say it was 10% in Denver at DIA, and it was upwards of 30% 30 in uh, Baltimore. That's crazy. It was pretty wild. So... Mm. In Baltimore, man, that's they're pretty left uh, left leaning over there. So I was I was intrigued by the mask wearing there. They're very into it. So altogether, yeah, I think Chicagoans are more just they don't give a fuck. I think they have bigger problems going on. Same with Baltimore, but I don't know. I feel like we talked about Uh, before. People's um, assessment of risk is very off center. It's almost like they're yeah. not assessing current risk in front of them, but they're they're uh, really hyper aware of some hypothetical thing that doesn't actually present a danger to them in real time. Yeah, like if you're not a gay man, 
who's fucking dudes from Africa, <laughs> you you shouldn't worry about monkey pox at all. It, Fauci gets asked right? about it in that clip, and they literally he he gets crushed on it. The guy just yeah yeah yeahs him through it because he <laughs> he Fauci goes through several historical instances where he talks about how smallpox has essentially been eradicated, monkeypox has been around for decades. And they have absolute cures for it. And in fact, even if you don't get a cure for it, it just goes away after a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's chicken pox. Yeah, and and then we've talked about it recently, but it's uh, kind of gone out there that it's contracted mostly in the homosexual male community. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's a hard selling point to scare people. I mean, that's when AIDS stopped being a problem, when it became like a gay and then minority issue. People really stopped paying attention to it as being a community issue. Yeah. Once it's relegated well, to the other sections a, a, of the community. Actually, I think a lot, I think at least, I, I don't know, man. I, I really do think a lot of these drugs, one of the things they said, a reason a lot of these these uh, diseases come up in the, in the gay community is because of the hype. There's, there's a lot of drug use in the gay community. Yeah, I think it's a lot of, mostly to do with the drug use, actually. And the, they say the drug use, like, ruins your body and immune system, and that's why they catch these diseases that other people don't catch. It really has more to do with the drug use than being gay. Right. But the gay communities are using a lot of drugs. <laughs> and having a lot of sex. So. They're, they're doing drugs and having sex. And so, yeah, yeah that's why the disease <laughs> comes hand in hand, I guess. <laughs> yeah. God bless them. It's a tough lifestyle, man. Honestly, and they, you know, they had a tough ride for a while there, but I think they've essentially won the battle. And, dude, they get the entire month of June, which starts this week. The whole month of June is Pride Month. Dude, I thought we just got out of Gay Pride Month. No, dude, we got the whole month. And Are then, you serious? Yes, they got, oh, Denver at the end of the month, I believe. God, dude, they every got this, month is like some stupid fucking... Dude, and then they, they're going to shut down pride. the city for three days. Yeah, it's going to be God, pride, pride parade. And Man. I, I, I don't know. I feel like you got it. Italians don't get none of that. <laughs> no, they're tearing down Christopher Columbus. We literally put Japanese in internment camps. We don't give nothing to them, dude. There's no oh, day no, or fine. there's no like moment of silence. Hey, for what did we talk about before, man? You, Japanese. Big, what did we talk about before, man? It's the big dicks. You got big <laughs> dicks, you can take it. That's right. You do have a great ongoing yeah. theory that Italians and Japanese have are like si similar sized fellas. Well, I'm and saying so, they're the big yeah. dicks. Oh no, 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 we're way bigger. We're way bigger. But Japanese are the big dicks of the Asians. We're That's the big right. dicks no, of the Europeans. Right. We concluded the Japanese are the Italians of the Asian community. Is what we came to the conclusion. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So that's a good call. That's and why. That's why you can make persecuted. fun of them. You can lock right. them up in prison. They don't care. They'll bounce back. Both were persecuted <laughs> here in America when they came. So yeah, we. There's a lot of problems there, but you're right. That's what I'm saying. It's the big dick excuse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, it comes down to penis size in the end. Always. It always does, to be <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> That's so funny. Carlin, Many wars have been fought. Carlin has a big thing about that with the big rockets, and they're shaped like Yeah, dicks. that is so funny. Yeah. They're waging war on each other. <laughs> <laughs> still applicable to today. We're we're still doing the Ukraine dance. It's, it's the same dance we've been doing every other decade. 
Except for that mysterious four-year four period where we didn't have any wars. I don't know what was going on there. Yeah, what was going on there? It was weird. Very bizarre. Mm. And also, Mike, you know me. I like to argue no chemtrails during that time. <laughs> the chemtrails ceased. And the only major disaster was in uh, Puerto Rico. That's right. Yeah. Remember he threw, he threw the, the uh, paper, paper towels. towels. Yes. Who could forget the paper towels, Mike? <laughs> he almost got impeached for that, if I remember correctly. <laughs> uh, what the <laughs> fuck did they impeach him for? Yeah. <clears throat> Everything related to Jan 6, right? Yeah, no, but even before that, Ukraine, that's crazy. I think, uh, you know, here we go, Mike. We're, we're heading into, that's what this Fauci clip essentially in my mind was, is it doesn't matter what you think we're going to do, we're going to make everything a health problem. Whether it's guns, a disease we release, climate change, we're going to link it up, racism, it's all going to be a public health crisis, and we're going to take your freedoms away whenever this crisis deems uh, purposeful for us politically or and or to win elections, i.e., everyone stay home because of X and Y rage slash fear and mail in your ballots. Yeah. I think, That's what it comes down I think to. It really right? comes down to that, man. It's really bizarre. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think they can't win. In, uh, they'll win eventually, <laughs> but they tarnish their name really bad, the Democrats. They really did. But they're it's going to be hard to bounce back. You're right about it. You've been right about it for, for a while. They're going to play the uh, they're going to play the disease card one last time. And I don't think yeah. we've seen the last of our pal Tony Fauci. That's really what I think. No, he's <laughs> done, dude. He is done. Nobody. He's going to go away with Biden. Yeah, you think so? Oh, yeah. He, nobody wants to stand up with him. They're going to put the silk sheet. Over the animatronic uh, machines at Chuck E. Cheese, that is the White House. Roll, roll them back into the, into the cellar. Fauci's gonna be the head of the shuffleboard from now on, dude. I swear to God. Well, I got one more George Carlin for you. Oh yeah. They didn't put this in the documentary, and I found that a little interesting. And I don't know if you noted noticed this about it, but they. Uh, they kind of danced on COVID a little, but couldn't go in on that. They didn't really time talk period, about right? it. Right? Did you notice that? Yeah. Because yeah. I don't think Carlin would have been down for the uh, fear mongering, the rage porn, the media control, the narrative control. I feel like he would have been able to see what he would have said. I, I would, do too. I would have loved to see what he said. I man. do too. And I dug up a little clip that I found interesting for not being in the documentary. And this is George Carlin, uh, Fear of Germs what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security. What we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs. There's another thing, germs. Where did this sudden fear of germs come from? 
in this country. Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu, and, and Americans are, they panic easily, so now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous, and it goes uh, to ridiculous yeah, lengths yeah. in prisons. Before they give you a lethal injection, they swab your arm with alcohol. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's so good. Yeah. It's true. Well, well, they don't want you to get an infection. And you can see their point. Wouldn't want some guy to go to hell and be sick. It would take a lot of the sportsmanship out of the whole execution. Fear of germs, why these fucking pussies. You can't even get a decent hamburger anymore. They cook the shit out of everything now because everybody's afraid of food poisoning. Hey, where's your sense of adventure? Take a fucking chance, will you? You know how many people die in this country from food poisoning every year? 9,000. That's all. It's a minor risk. Damn, Take a fucking chance, bunch of goddamn pussies. <laughs> Besides, what do you think you have an immune system for? It's for killing germs. But it needs practice. It needs germs to practice on. So, so listen. So listen. If you kill all the germs around you and live a completely sterile life, then when germs do come along, you're not going to be prepared. And never mind ordinary germs. What are you going to do when some super virus comes along that turns your vital organs into liquid shit? <laughs> I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to get sick, God, you're going to yeah. die, and you're going to deserve it because you're fucking weak and you got a fucking weak immune system. <laughs> now, uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe hey. become a COVID statistic. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. George Carlin telling it like it is for the COVID when era. Was that? Oh, decades we... ago. Yeah, decades. That's crazy. Isn't that pretty nuts? Man. Telling it is like it one... is. Is that the one where he talks about uh swimming in the Hudson? <laughs> it's po- yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Like, you know why we never got sick? Because we swam in the sewage. <laughs> that is the right one, Mike. Good call. Yeah, wow. that's so. That's such a great, great uh, special. Man, he nails it though. That is the truth, man. We've come too. It's not good for you to have all that Purell around you no. and kill all the germs, and you got to get dirty, dude. Man, and this is what I found interesting. That's a phenomenal rant, and it's so appropriate for what we just went through over the last two years. And they did not include that. In no. that documentary. I don't yeah, remember right. seeing that. Do you remember seeing that? But no, it wasn't in there. They definitely no. included a part where he talked about the powers that be controlling us, and they showed all these montages, of, uh, this montage of, you know, uh, the BLM riots and yeah, the Kyle yeah, Rittenhouse yeah, thing, and they, they just, they... Yeah, and, I, I don't uh, even know how Kyle Rittenhouse ended up they, in the George Carlin special. They linked it to, like, Trump, and uh, Jan 6th, yes. they showed images of Jan 6th during that part, and I find it so and, interesting. And I, and, and I, do, I do agree that I, I don't have any illusions of him liking Donald Trump. But no, I don't no, think I he, don't either. He would have agree, I don't think he would have agreed at all with the BLM riots. I think he's against the whole show. Right? He's against both parties. Yeah, the whole circus. 
The whole circus, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Barlow and Bailey. Yes. Barlow and Bailey. That's right. <laughs> so I find yeah. it interesting they excluded that, but they try to make a Trump angle as if uh, Carlin, and I know Carlin probably was a Democrat on many issues. He was very pro-abortion. Um, very progressive. Pro, but... Very, very progressive. But progressivism changed dramatically within the last five years. Oh, I, I was about to say, I think he would have been more of a Bill Maher right now than anything. Yes, that's exactly what I got out of this. I felt like I was watching yeah. someone like Bill Maher, who probably and Bill would Maher have... did not support that BLM bullshit. I think there's a lot on the left. Bill Maher has a real hard time openly supporting, and he his silence, as they like to always talk about, uh, speaks volumes. And right. uh, his silence, I guess, is the violence. Right? Uh, <laughs> so deep. Are you Ibram X. Kendi? Uh, oh, that's right. No, well, he's banned from Netflix, so nobody likes his stuff anymore. Uh, <laughs> they canceled both of his fucking deals, dude. Really? Funny they canceled him and not Dave Chappelle. <clears throat> no, and then the, the same week they released Ricky Gervais. Really? Yeah, did you see the new special? No, did you? Yeah, it's really funny. Hey, Thursday, folks, tune in. (laughs) That guy is hilarious.